If a centaur gives birth, what breast does it feed from? Which teat would the baby go to? Mm -hmm. So you not go, the baby goat. You go horse side or do you go human side? Uh, so a, a, a centaur has... Half human, half horse. So does it have four legs? Yes. Okay, now the front legs are their animal legs. No, no, no. It's, they have four horse legs, and then they have two arms. Okay. So, so it's a horse body, so and then the torso. The torso is uh, where the, the horse's neck would be. Uh, correct. Okay, so I'm get, So then here's my actual guess. I'm actually funneling this information. That's okay. We can cover this in Week in Review uh, next week. Don't worry about we'll it. We'll get a real centaur in here, and we'll ask him. We, we, we've been talking about an interview part of the show, so this could be perfect. We'll get a centaur. Interview with a vampire. Um, centaur of a woman. Centaur edition. So what do, what do you think? If so, in other words, the baby is going to have a human torso, which means it's going to drink with its human mouth. I think it would go to the human teat. Mm, that does, does that make sense? sense. Yeah, that actually makes total sense. But let's mm. get to the real question here. Mm -hmm. If a centaur wears pants, how does that work out? Does it go around the four legs or does it go around the back two legs? Horizontally or does it cover the entire second half of the body right does it go um, for, like if you're in the back half of a horse costume see I, I i can't speak for all centaurs i strongly believe that nobody should speak for an entire don't group use a, don't paint with such a broad brush yeah 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 but i will say that for me personally if i was a centaur not that i've ever thought about this or anything okay like that, but if i was i've a, seen your hard drive if i was a uh yeah yeah if mm. i was a mythical magical wonderful creature a centaur then i would do the pants Covering the last half of my body, it would be cut. It would the front two horse legs totally and, naked, totally naked, and, and then, then the back two. You would have a belt going around your back vertically. It would be it would right. be party in the front, business in the back. See, I would do it the other way because um, I think that it would really stand out. Now, belt shopping would be hard. Belt shopping would be hard, but here's the deal: you would need I, like 136 waist. Uh, <laughs> standard. Standard size, please. But here's the deal. If I put my pants on the way that I'm picturing it in my head, I could poop with no problem because the belt is going around my legs, leaving my butt out. And that's it, well, true. We talk a lot about butts and buttholes on this. Well, we're big fans of them. Wait, okay, that's fine. To all the buttholes that can hear me, <laughs> big fan. Keep on doing what you're doing. <laughs> I want a therapist to write in and tell us what our problem is. But you could poop without taking your pants off. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, that is all you're saying. That might be my moral of the story. Poop yeah. without taking your pants <laughs> off. I've been doing it for years and I'm not even a centaur. Uh, well, when it comes to pooping with your pants on, my name is Tyler. And my name is Ryan. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations to my Haitians and the people from Galatians. Welcome to the show that hates it when Tyler says his lines. To my left, a man who wants to be cremated so he can finally have a smoking hot body, Mr. Tyler Menendez. Tyler, how you been being? If that is not the loophole of all loopholes, huh? I don't know what is. Huh? Topical. You know, I just, I I very rarely get to do it, but I just took the reins right there. And you and, nailed it, Tyler. And, and it, was, it was off the cuff. Yeah. I did it. I was, I got a little nervous. Nervous there for I a second. I saw it on your face. You crushed it. That's you know what? Right. Uh, for all the people who don't give a shit about how the inside talk on this show, go ahead and snooze here for a few seconds. Mm. 
hitting those marks, like trying to slide into another thing, like, oh, speaking of blank, it could be very, it could be, it could make you very nervous. It's a lot of, you, you got to hit the ground running with those things. Absolutely. And to be honest with you, I'm just going to put, um, coming up with the right line on the podcast to lead into our theme song. I'm going to put that right on the list, right next to throwing a, supo- a surprise party as one of the most stressful things I've ever done in the moment. Yes. I, I Horrible. From what I understand, it's almost as good as sex. I have no idea. I wouldn't know. On today's show, I go all highfalutin on your ass. And later on today's show, I am going to make you ask that age old question, Ryan. Did you come? What the fuck? What the fuck? What did you say? I think a lot of guys are asking women if they came. And guys, just, it, I'm sorry, were you saying something? I actually used to do that, and I, and I learned Knock never, that off. never to do that. Knock that off. Never. to Just enjoy the ride, Please. baby. But seriously, as I was saying, what was it that you said? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Tyler, you're doing a what the fuck? I am doing a what the fuck. That is super exciting, and I am excited about it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about being excited, if I can be totally honest with you. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about how excited I am with my excitement in the Depression Index. What the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands very poorly, and we crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how's your week going, brother? I am doing all right. I'm, uh, you know, it's been up and down, but I've had a pretty productive week. Yeah, you're doing really well, it seems like, from the outside. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm doing all right. Just don't look on the inside. And um, I'm going to say I am at a... Whoa. Uh, I, I hate this I promise machine. I'll, I'll never look at your insides. So much. I'm at a five. Wow, five. That is spectacular for a guy like you. How many fingers I had on one hand before I started using this machine. (laughs) Now there's that many just right under your right foot. All right, for my depression index, I am going to tell you guys something about me. And this is actually real. I don't know what the truth is, okay? And I don't mean in COVID. I I don't mean in protest. I mean in life. I... Don't ever know when the stories that I tell myself in my head are real or not. I walk away from conversations and I believe things that never happen. I believe that what wasn't said is the truth. I believe in underlying tones. I don't know what's real and I'm tired of living in that place for no reason. And I I consider myself lucky to know that I don't know what's real. We love you. You pieces of shit. Mm I am at a four buddy whoa are you okay brother yeah i'm doing okay man honestly it's not i'm i'm trying to be as honest on this thing as as i have been no and we in the audience appreciate it i got together with the audience they told me that they love you what did you guys do well we we you know went bowling what yeah are you serious we went bowling they told me that you hated bowling did you put the shoes on it's the shoes if they yell at me and make me put on the shoes then i don't want to do it why can't i bowl in my regular shoes i'll pay for the shoes actually the bowling alley called us and told us we heard that story that he told on your uh, podcast about stealing our shoes he's not allowed back here anymore i, I did not steal the bowling shoes we traded the- it was a one for one <laughs> 
Did the other side agree to said trade? It's a one for one. <laughs> I, 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 when I showed up, you had shoes. When I left, you had shoes. My left, my left shoe slides. My right shoes got some real traction. I'm just going in circles. For all of you that don't know, we talked about on an earlier show that I, for years of my life, traded in a pair of my old shoes and kept the bowling shoes and wore them around with bright orange and green laces. Like a clown. Like a, like a fucking jacket. And I, no, and I don't mean that as a joke. I mean, literally like a clown. Literally like a clown. And they were way too big for me because back then I had such denial. I thought I wore like a size 11. <laughs> What's up with that? Where every every boy wants to be taller than he is and wants to be have bigger feet. Absolutely. What's man. up with that? Well, we just start attributing all these uh, things that we should have yeah. as being manly. Yeah. You know, guys with big feet have got big dicks. Yeah. You know how that it, like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. I've it, got giant feet. Yeah. Right. Go on. I, I'm sure you can do the math yourself. Big old wiener. Big old toes. <laughs> Tyler, here's another question that has left me feeling like a clown, okay? Because I am a brand new parent, okay? It's been 12 years, bro. Well, I'm just saying it's my first time. Oh, so so okay. I'm, le I'm learning as I go along. When is the right time to introduce your kid to true crime? Like, I know you're not a parent, but like, what seems like a reasonable time? That one's tough because, and I mean, this is an answer that you could give to anybody at any age, which is it really just comes down to that person's maturity. Because yeah. there are there are 18 year olds that I've met that are more mature than 30 year olds. 18 you know? year old adults and 45 year old kids. Correct. You're absolutely right about that. Yeah, and I think he's got a really good head on his shoulders. Do and you? and that's the that's the first nice thing you've ever said about him on the show. Uh, or were you about to go into an insult? I mean, you're yeah. really, you've really cornered you me. You bully him on this show. No, no, no. What I really was going to say is he's got a good head on his shoulders and you could introduce him to all that stuff, obviously within reason, Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you could introduce him to all that stuff. And I, I don't think he'd go out and like kill anybody. No, no, of course not. It's definitely not that. And he plays the video games with the violence in it. And mm -hmm. he's, I mean, actually now he's becoming more and more violent, but he wants to wrestle, not violence, violence. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, he plays Fortnite and it seems he's more interested in the, in the architecture than the- Forget the architecture. He just wants to- to buy crap in real That's life. True. It That's has true. nothing to do with the video game. You just want to, they have sold you on every little kid is a collector. That's how Pokemon works. And they have sold you on digitally collecting. They Damn you, Fortnite. Digitized it, man. Um, so yeah, uh, but, and excuse me. Of course. Pokemon, as you said, gotta catch them all. I see what you're fucking doing, you Pokemon yeah. assholes. Oh, and then and then the cards became part of it. The and then the toys became part of it, and the video games, which was great. I was a red guy. It's all pretty great. So I was introduced way too early, probably. My grandfather, my mom's my mom's father gave me a true crime book when I was seven or eight. Way too young. And I loved it. Yeah. I yeah. loved it. And I also was very afraid of the dark. The two things I think go hand in hand. I was just about to say, how are you how are you how are you so afraid of the dark and yet you love the serial killer gruesome stuff? Because I know what's real. Why would you be afraid of anything? When you know it's dangerous. When I was growing up, I was never afraid of monsters and I was never afraid of ghosts. I was afraid of people. I still am. Yeah. Yeah. People, am. people are scary. So I, well, what I'm trying to do is I'm shuffling very meekly up to my point, which is I think I broke my kid. I was going to say, what are we talking about? I think I broke my kid. What did you do? So we're driving down the street. Oh, this was tonight? Uh, no, this was uh, maybe about a week ago. Oh, thank God. I've been trying to wedge this okay. into a show, and I just haven't found a spot. So I finally got it. Arge and I are listening to a Forensic Files. Uh -huh. Okay. And out of nowhere, apropos of nothing, he turns to me and he's like, if I were to die, would you let Bubba plan my funeral? 
Bubba is his best friend. Mm-hmm. And and I'm and I'm driving. First of all, I have control issues. Hell no, I'm not letting a 12-year-old plan a funeral. I was going to say, who the hell is this Bubba? He, and get the hell out of here. How is he going to pay for a DJ? Now the only way that he can come into this funeral is if he gets in the coffin with your body. Or we could get him his own. Wink, wink. No, but but and I'm thinking because he's thinking my friend knows me the best and all, I, I we talked about it because I'm like this is a couple red flags rolled up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm thinking maybe he shouldn't be thinking about stuff at this age. I think death is a very healthy thought to have. Me too. I'm, up, ca- I'm actually kidding up around. to a certain age. However, when you start getting into the floral arrangement of your own funeral, maybe we've gone off the deep end a we've little bit. We've already picked out colors. He wants to do this god awful black and turquoise fucking thing. I'm like you hussy. Tyler, what does he think he's Beetlejuice? <laughs> this whole thing has taken quite a shift. Yeah. I, I, and, and this whole thing, by the way, is totally a joke because I love that we can talk about that shit. Absolutely. Now. You know what else we can talk about? We can reveal. Are you serious? Do you want to tell him what we can review is or Are you serious? <laughs> How long did that go on for? I mean, I'd have to push the button again. Don't you <laughs> fucking dare. Don't you fucking dare. I was wondering how long you were going to let that go on I for. was hoping you would f- show mercy on us. I'm sorry. I have no mercy. Good God, Or do man. I have grace? Jeez. Or tact. Or just, just. I'm tactful. Morals of any kind. I'm good. I'm a good man. Ryan. Yeah. Last week. I, you know what? No. No, not Ryan. Not Ryan. Audience. There's audience, no one else here. Audience. Excuse me, I'm having a moment with the audience. Audience, I would just like to apologize for my segment on episode 20. On session 20, I tried to do my segment. I tried to be a hero. I tried to be a brave soldier and just push through the pain, but I just couldn't amount. I wasn't enough for this challenge, and Ryan just was able to tear me down brick by brick and just... just raise me to the ground and destroy my confidence in life. And I'm sorry for that. I will hope to never have you subjected to that ever again. Don't push that button. Okay. Um, but here's the deal. And here's the problem with all the people like you is that now with technology and just smart people being out there, you're getting fact-checked and you can't, you can't push out this fake news. I asked you one little question and you didn't have any answers and that ain't my fault, brother. You threw a red hot lava wrench into my very delicate gears. Yeah, very This delicate. is becoming more sexual by the minute. I mean... <laughs> Good God. And you just, you you went out of your way to plant landmines on what should have been a very safe and comfortable path. Yeah, it should have been. Tyler, last week we wondered how Harvey Weinstein got gangrene. Did I figure that out? Yes. Was that was that a yes? Do you know what that is? It sounded like somebody who's just being shot off into the horizon. Listen to it one more time. <laughs> That's Joe Pesci's head being lit on fire. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so you, see, Tyler, you don't get the show, dude. I don't. You don't I get don't. the show. But that was a happy discovery that's, for me. That's great, isn't it? Dude, I was recording that, and we're not allowed... One of the rules, letting you guys a little peek behind the curtain, we're not allowed to talk about the, the sounds, because on episode zero, we would talk about the sounds in like right this moment. It brings the show to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. But as I was recording that sound onto the computer, I was fucking laughing my ass off. That is an incredible moment in cinema. He is a, a master thespian. He's amazing. I mean, listen to that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Shit, fuck, dude, moving on. Do you know what gangrene is? Did you just tease just the audience? Did you just cock tease the audience and pulled it away because you made a mistake? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Do you know what gangrene is? Uh, it's when the body starts to deteriorate, right? Like when it falls off. Right. Well, it is when tissue starts dying, mm-hmm. which eventually will end up to it falling off mm-hmm. because of bacterial infection or lack of blood flow or hypothermia or it, it just, viruses, fungus even. The flesh isn't able to stay alive right. in that particular part of your body. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's called necrosis. Mm. And when I did that that thing on Home Alone last week, it said that hit, uh, Joe Pesci's head would develop necrosis from a, a, a burn that bad. So he would just be walking around with a dead head. He would need a skull transplant. Gotcha. Now, Harvey Weinstein suffers from Fournier's gangrene, which is an infection in the scrotum. Sounds fancy. Which includes the testicles, the mm. penis, or the perineum. Mm. Now, you, you can get Fournier's gangrene when you have a skin wound that allows bacteria. So how do you get a skin wound on your on your penis? My guess my guess is, and obviously we'll never know the answer to this, it's probably from sexual, like really uh, rigorous sexual contact. Yeah, absolutely. And he was putting injections into his penis, bro. He was putting that might do it. He was putting inject. Oh, uh, you know what? I didn't even think about injections that. of what this uh, because he had some sort of a medical problem where he couldn't get hard. This medicine, and I didn't write down what it was, can give a hard on to a man who is paralyzed from the waist down. What's the name of this drug? Cardiject, I think, is what it's called. Mm. Why are really you... weird that you came up with that right off the top. You weren't even looking <laughs> at on, your let me, iPad. Let me look at the syringe in my penis. So this man was actively going out and forcing himself. It wasn't even like he got overtaken by the will, uh, uh, the sexual desire. The sexual where I, like, urge, yeah. I need to release. But sexual urge does not come from your penis. Sexual urge comes from your mind from your no and i and i understand but i'm i'm just acknowledging the fact that this had nothing to do with sex all power all power which, all I, power. which I guess what that's what rape is yeah so and, or la- lack of power lack for of the power. other person yeah. exactly and which leads me to just the point i was trying to make last week is that it seems as though weinstein literally became a physical manifestation of who he was on the inside literally yeah and I believe that to be true for everybody sooner oh, or later. Absolutely. Like if you go back and see some uh, some uh, people who got me too'd, like Louis C.K., he has an entire bit in his comedy about jerking off in front of somebody. Yep. And a lot of these people talk about that stuff. Well, I mean, I actually mean, he's a, uh, if all this stuff is true about Harvey Weinstein, we got to move on because we're, we're, we're lagging. Mm-hmm. But he seems to be a terrible person on the inside and it literally is man his penis is rotting off yeah and if i could pick anybody for their penis to rot off and what is they're saying about this guy is true which it seems as though it is i would pick someone like him it's all those dirty needles he's injecting into his wiener ryan yeah last week during my gbi Uh uh-huh 
you just had to take a shot at LeBron James. It had nothing to do with what we were talking about. There was no sports debate happening, and you just happened to go out of your way during my segment to just take a shot at LeBron James. Oh, there's no yes or no question? Ryan, what the fuck? <laughs> I honestly, you know what? I... I because of what he did to Miami and everybody knows what happened there. What he uh, you mean four straight finals appearances and two uh, back to back championships? He clowned my man Riley and I, I he did. He made him fly all the way across the you country. You know Riley? He clowned my boy, the Godfather. Let's move on because and, this and, is and, and, and this and, is so rehashed uh, political if, uh, if, if I could finish what I'm saying. Of course. And I dislike him as but I actually really respect him and I think he's an incredible basketball player and I like still fucking with him. Is Ryan an offense sitter. Woof. So Tyler, last week I discussed Alicia Silverstone chewing up her food and giving it to her baby like a mama bird. Are you going to show it to me? I have a video right here that I would like for you to take a glance at. This is Alicia Silverstone. Please, please don't make me. Hold on. <laughs> All right, now listen. Now here's the deal, okay? Oh, no! So uh, I just showed Tyler a video of Alicia Silverstone, who is hot as hell. I'm sorry. I don't mean to objectify anybody. I'm just saying, I had the biggest crush on her when I was growing up. She's She was beautiful back in she the day. She still is. You're, you're, no, she's, I, I meant just meant as a young boy, you're growing up. She's in a lot oh, of those movies she's for in that Clueless. age group. Yeah, of course. She's in the Aerosmith video crying where I discovered I wasn't gay. Mm. That's how we got to this conversation. That's true, that's true. Now, not only is she chewing up food and spitting it in her son's mouth, I think that the food that she is spitting into her son's mouth there makes it worse. Can you guess what that is? No. Bacteria what, from what, her mouth what going would, in? What would make, what food, if, if somebody was going to feed somebody intravenously like that, uh -huh. what would be, I, I don't even know B how to set bananas? it up. Bananas? Soup. She was feeding him soup. I'm not kidding around. Then why was she putting it in I her mouth? I don't know, Tyler. Maybe it was like a nice Italian wedding. Maybe it was a hearty soup. I don't know. It was soup. When I found out it was soup, I was like, is he sucking it? Is he? <laughs> he's, he's, it's, it's just backwash at that point. Yeah, yeah. She rinsed off her gums. Oh, my God. What if it's just chicken broth? She's just <laughs> spitting it into his mouth like a girl does for a boyfriend at a, with a shot at a college party. You know what? You don't even need to go mouth to mouth. You can do that from across the room. Right. <laughs> like a fountain. I need 50 straws stat. We're going to put these together. Ryan, last week we were talking about BC, uh, AD and BC. Okay. And are we still using them or not? I, I think we're not. We are and we aren't. There are still a lot of people doing it. Or there are still a lot of people using it. Excuse me. Okay. Do you want to? Are you just totally disregarding? I'm, me? I am so sorry. Is it that I you forgot. don't remember, or I, what no, is I it? Just, I just got so excited, I blew right by but it. But you don't have any of them written in yes. Do you want to get rid of the? Oh, let's talk. No, we're going to talk about this in front of the audience. Do you want to get rid of the yes or no There's format? There's nobody Tyler? here. No, I always forget. Okay. I swear that it doesn't and bother me in the and least. The, it, and that's what hurts me, Tyler. Mm. That it doesn't. Please matter, stop saying it with that, that look it, on your. That it doesn't matter enough for you to remember, guys. I'm sorry that you have to be here for this, Tyler. Keep fucking up. <laughs> He said it with a smile on his face, but it came from such a real place. This is I use that as a defense mechanism. Um, try food. Ryan, last week we were talking about BC and AD. Uh-huh. And whether they were still being used. Sure. Are they? Woof. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually perfect. Because, uh, yeah. as I, because 
They are and they aren't. They People can still use them and it's accepted, obviously, because it's been used for a long time. Yes. But there is a movement to move to BCE and CE as opposed to AD and BC because- It's not based on a specific religion. A specific religion. Yeah, where other people don't agree or have their own thing going on. Mm-hmm. Tyler, last week I screamed from the rooftops my opinions on the Tylenol murders. Was I embarrassed? Yes. All right, first off, I called it the aspirin murders. Woof. Secondly, I said that it was all an elaborate setup for somebody who wanted to kill an individual. They never caught the Tylenol murders. Oh, wow. I, I In my mind... I remembered that they had. You, you do this a lot. I'm a, I, I, dude, I can't picture things in my mind. I have a disability. But it's not even that you, that you just spout facts as if they're real, which I do. I am no, none, I am we, none better to speak we've on had that. conversations, yes. However, you make up stories, yeah. like entire realities. Yeah. Are yeah. you God? Yeah. Is this the multiverse? I don't have to what tell you. What are you doing? Are you a cop? <laughs> yeah, if you're God, you have to tell me if I ask. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to give you some quick little things that I found to be interesting about it, okay? Um, that there was like in the month after it happened and they never caught anybody in the month after it happened, there was like 300 copycats and 30 of them were real. That meant that 30 people, it was like the internet before the internet. People are like, Oh, I could kill somebody anonymously. 30 people seriously tried to anonymously kill people. And they caught all of them. Uh, I know they stopped it from happening. There weren't any retributions for, um, so you're saying there's a chance there were seven people who died mm. uh, and then a guy who they thought may have done it then killed uh, the guy who turned him in. So there was almost like an eighth Tylenol murder that was connected to it. So like Tylenol murder by proxy. Right. Because he says you by 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 charging me with this, you ruined my life. Mm. And finally, when they p started putting that cotton in aspirin, it's when they had the hard tablets to stop them from shattering together. Mm hmm. That is no longer a problem. Do you know why they put the cotton in your in your Tylenol and your aspirin now? Uh, for what's the word out for nostalgia? You're used to it. If you opened it up and it wasn't there, you would be like, "What the fuck?" That makes sense. How weird is that? I mean, I mean, monopoly on the cotton business. Yep. Tyler, last week I mentioned one of my classic games: people whose names were full sentences. Did I look some up to annoy you? Yes. <laughs> Okay, let's let's get the obvious ones out of the way first, okay? Obviously, you got Jeremy Irons. Obviously, you got Rosa Parks. Obviously, you got Tom Waits, okay? Those, those, let's get those out of here. Okay. Now, how about Ella Fitzgerald? Ella. Jesus. M much louder than I anticipated. Good God. How about, and I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you these names, and you give me the thumbs up or the thumbs down if they're any good. How about Julius Caesar? Yeah, I can see that. How about the guy who wrote The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Do you know who wrote The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Wasn't it C.S. Lewis? C.S. Lewis, very good. Mm. But do you know what C.S. stands for? I do not. Clive Staples. Oh. How about William Hurt? That's a good one. All right. And finally, Tyler. Mm-hmm. On last week's show, we discussed the infamous Tijuana Mexican donkey shows. Are they real? Yes. Woof. 
They are not, Tyler. No, but I'm going to tell you, I got all this information from a Phoenix New Times, which I thought New Times was just down here. I didn't know it was all over the place. Yeah, a lot of those newspaper companies share the same kind of names, like a, like a Seattle Herald and a, and a Miami Herald and all or that kind a of Homeless stuff. Voice. Sure. Um, so they have a column called Ask a Mexican. Okay. And the guy who writes it is called a Mexican. But very quickly, what I got is in the 1980s, porn star Linda Lovelace claimed that her then husband was going to force her to get fucked by a donkey in Mexico. Okay. Okay. Then three years later, Tom Cruise comes out with a movie where that's the main plot point. The name of the movie is called Losing It. If you want to go look it up, I know nothing about that. Hmm. Then there was a ska band in the 1980s. Hollywood basically spoke it into existence. The Mexican says that it didn't happen. Okay. But he did find a show where somebody was paid to copulate with a donkey. Yeah, I would imagine that there, there are some sick people out there. November 1915 issue of a St. Louis-based medical journal recalls a case of that happened to a woman 25 years earlier in which spectators at a show were all criminally tried after a woman died during the copulation. Yeah, that'll do it. It'll impact your... Bowels. Bowels, that's right. Yes, yes. Uh, Robin Quivers. Robin Quivers is good. George Burns. Okay. Can I give you one that I just came up with off the top of my head? Let me hear it. Hayden Christensen. Aiden Christian, son. I mean, you don't understand the game at all. I tried my best. Um, let's go ahead. I think that we should take a break, Tyler. How far are we? Uh, we are at 29 minutes and 55 seconds. Well, that is perfect. And I think that we should sail off into the sunset together, you and I. Pat, I- say Jack. Th- that, Tyler, a million times over. Thank you. Pat, say Jack is perfect. Uh, I do have a list here, and I know we're running long on Weekend Review, but if we're at 29 minutes, I have a list here because we talked last week about the op- occupations that draw the most amount of psychopaths. Is that something that interests you? I have a top 10. For sure. I think I can name a couple of I them. don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's do it that way because mm-hmm. I want to pass on a 10-point list, and I don't want it to be boring. So let go ahead and take three guesses. I think that there are three things on here that relate to us, so... Oh, four for me. Yeah, my first guess definitely has to be CEO. You know, I'm actually looking at this. All 10 of these might actually apply to me. Uh, I'm not certain. You can find yourself in them? Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you. And you. I think I, this, they might all apply. Please. CEO, number one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I read that you need to like have psychopathic tendencies in order to get ahead in the business world. Well, because you have to make some, some decisions that, uh, you know, probably feel really bad for a lot of people. What mm-hmm. else you got? Um, cause may- this, this is 10 points. We got to push through this. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I mean, uh, b- give me uh, just two more guesses off the top of your head. Uh, assassin. Okay. Enough with that. Enough with the, always, always with the assassin. What's Tyler. wrong with assassins? Uh, Ryan? Yes, you would have to be a psychopath to be an assassin. So that's is it on the list? Not a real job, Tyler. You don't get a 401k with an assassin. You don't know anything about this. <laughs> you don't know true crime. Uh, I don't know. Tell me the rest, please. Okay. Uh, lawyer. Num- oh. Number two is lawyer. Mm. Number three, media. TV, radio, okay? So far, I think I'm all three of these things. Nailed it. Number four, salesperson. Oh, wow. Yep. Number wow. five, surgeon. I... Why Why surgeon? Yeah, I'm like a... Why is not, it, not you. Why would, a, why would a surgeon need to be... Do you remember Dr. Strange? It's it's a performance. 
Number six is journalist. Number seven, police officer. Number eight, clergy. I'm definitely a member of the clergy. Number nine, chef. Ten, civil servant. Uh, chef. <clears throat> chef. Why chef? Oh, I don't know. Well, our own it's, it's an art. My own personal chef is a psychopath? Oh, yeah. And they got knives and they carry them around in the back of their Dodge Ram. Hefe? Hefe. Hefe? Yeah, hefe. Oh, no. Yeah, not hefe. Absolutely. Now, Tyler, let's take a break. Let's go fingerprint Hefe. Let's, uh, you know, run him through the books, Dano, <laughs> and we're going to come right back and we're going to post this picture online. Those guys. We're starting to put something together. We're getting really great feedback. The show's going to have a little bit of a different feel. We're going to start mixing it up a little bit. You hate. Like the sharks and the jets. We're going to tie our hands together and we're each going to have a, 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 a swift blade, Tyler. And Man. we're, we're going to poke at each other and you're a Puerto Rican. And I don't, you know, really just speaks to our times, doesn't it? You're, you're, you're really going back. Those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys, those guys. And we are back, Tyler. You and me on the attack. We are. We fought, we made it back. And Smoking I crack. D- Selling smack, Tyler. No, yeah, no. we are. Call us up. No, do it. Those guys <laughs> underscore you hate if you want smack. One eight hundred. Those guys you hate. <laughs> Tyler. Now we need to get back into what we're doing. But can I hit you very quickly with the would you rather? Ah, please. And this again, I'm going to use this French word for no reason. Apropos of nothing. Uh huh. Would you rather? I, I, my son and I were in a conversation the other day. I don't remember the genesis of this, but where we ended up was: Would you rather drink a cup of somebody's sweat or a cup of somebody's bathwater? Oh, bathwater. Really? Yeah, bathwater for sure. With all the chemicals in it and everything. Yeah, I take the chemicals. They'll clean my insides out a little bit. But the drinking somebody's sweat, I feel like it'd be salty, a little spicy. I just, I don't know what's going in there. I feel like, and I'm already with you. I would rather have the 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 bathwater, which is gonna have sweat in it. Yeah. But I feel like sweat would be thick. I would it be thicker than regular water? It would be. Yeah, I'm just thinking about the salt uh, content. Like this, it would be. It would yeah. be very buoyant if you got enough of it in a bathtub. Yeah. You'd float on top. A of A cup it. of the Dead Sea, Tyler. Uh, Imogen Poots, Tyler. What? Imogen Poots, the actress from Twenty Eight Weeks Later. Okay. David Hyde Pierce. David Hyde Pierce. Okay. All right. Okay, you didn't seem that thrilled about that one. Tyler, um, I want to try out a new little game very quickly before we get into your what the fuck. I can't wait for what the fuck, so I, I want to get into it. But this one, I, I it's something, you know what? It's actually kind of like what the fuck, I guess. I didn't know what the fuck was coming. Okay. This one's called What's Your Deal? Okay, now my problem is now that we've shortened these shows down to an hour, I have so many thoughts. I am bubbling over with content that I don't have so so much of the stuff that I come up with. I have to just let go. Yes, I am fully aware and I'm part of that collateral damage. It's killing me. It's killing me. It's killing me. So here's the deal. I made up what's your deal. So now I've thought of some things that I don't like, and I'm going to give it to you in a very quick burst staccato. I'm very excited. All right. Now let's go ahead and let's embark on what's your deal. Now, this one has a little bit of a COVID-19 theme because that's what I've just been living. Gotcha. People in the gym, okay? Mm -hmm. 
making me carry around the spray bottle, wiping off my weights. If you really do care that much about getting sick, you would not be in the gym. People who are making me wipe off my weights. What's the deal? And also the people who are just getting so comfortable with all this stuff. I'm not saying whether I want to wear a mask or I don't want to wear a mask, okay? I've, I know that's turned into a political thing, but the people that I do hate are the people who are too comfortable in the mask. The people who are driving around wearing a mask in the car by themselves. What is your deal? Now, uh, they've given me this spray bottle at the gym, okay? And I'm carrying it around for all of you crazy mother bleepers who are leaving it on stream instead of mist what's your deal i mean i don't even understand how to deal with that bro and finally tyler eats bread and butter pickles what's the deal what is your deal what's your deal what's, what's your deal I mean, it's just the most disgusting thing that's ever happened and tyler they're delicious that is what's your deal. Mm, that was fun. Thank you. And I, you know, I just feel better. Like I feel like a weight off of my chest. You know, I've, I've told people how I feel and how they should be. And you've placed it on my chest. I mean, there's no reason to go after my eating habits. I don't talk about your muscle habits. Tyler, what's your deal? <laughs> Honestly, they're, they're delicious. What is your deal? Tyler, enough with the stupid, enough with the stupid jokes, enough with the dumb shit. Let's do your segment, man. Wait, is it enough with the dumb shit, or do you want to do my segment? Which one are we doing? Oh, that's a baker's dozen if I've ever heard one, Tyler. <laughs> you used to make fun of me all the time for using baker's dozen, and now you stole it from me, and now everybody in the world's going to think you say baker's dozen. What are you talking and about? And then when I say baker's dozen, they're going to look, 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 Tyler's stealing his brother's thing. <laughs> like it's Ryan says baker's dozen. <laughs> what, how did you use baker's dozen? In what context? I, I just, I, in the past, I've said baker's dozen, and you would always glance at me with the, the look you'd give me and go, baker's dozen, is really? It? This is a pathetic attempt to steal my baker's dozen, you Tyler. mother. Don't we usually do what the fuck with music? Do we? All right, go on. Ryan. Yeah. I am very, very excited for this one. When I was younger, I was never taught how to process negative emotions. I was never told that it's okay to be sad, to be angry, to cry. We were just talking about that today. Mm-hmm. So... I repress them. Every negative thought, every irrational judgment, every unprocessed emotion was pushed down and kept there, festering, and eventually coalesced into the person I am now. I am so sorry, everybody. My condolences to you and your family. Mm -hmm. Did you just give condolences to yourself? Yes. Okay. I, I. You know what? I'm here for you if you need to talk. <laughs> For the last few years, I've begun to look inward for solutions. Everyone needs catharsis in their lives. Everyone needs a release. Wouldn't you agree, Ryan? I do. I would agree with what you just said. Up until we started this podcast, my way of releasing was through addiction and the slow torture of small animals. Sure. Thankfully, with the help of this podcast and specifically this segment, I'm learning to release those emotions in a healthy way way. So strap it on, Ryan, because it's time for round two of What the Fuck? Wait, strap what on? Just just strap it on. Oh, we're like a cover band of the Levitar. We really <laughs> are. We really are. It's not we've been listening to it for so long. It's in our it's in our day-to-day, -day, bro. Hey, hey, look at me. I am the Levitar now, okay? <laughs> I know we're like a sad sublime cover band. When I was younger, I drove like a dick. Cutting, yeah. cutting people off, speeding, brake-checking cars. I was a selfish asshole behind the wheel of a car. 
I understand what it means to drive with aggression, and let's be honest, so do most people. I get it. Driving in most parts of America, especially here in South Florida, can be very stressful. And let me just say that I am a kind, understanding, forgiving person. However, to you psychopaths out there that speed up when I try to pass you on a one-lane road, eat shit and die. Wow. You know what I'm talking about. You're trying to pass somebody on a one-lane road? Is it the eat shitting part or the dying part? Well, just everything all together. So when you're trying to pass somebody on a one lane, so you're going into the other. You're the going into oncoming traffic. traffic and then the jerk into your to your right as you're passing them speeds up. Well, I don't want to cut you. I don't want to, you know, de- right derail this thing. But I think that's for any situation it, here in Miami. You can't use your blinker because if people know that you're going to try to get over, they will speed up. You Absolutely. Got, you got to catch them off guard. You just got to fasten the furious into the lane. But those people are dicks. Terrible people. This people, these people that I'm talking Don't about if you die. are the worst of the worst. I agree with and that. And I am going to specifically attack these people. I haven't had a lot of experiences with that, but I'm sure that it's out there. It's really awful. Yeah. You're driving at a set speed that is a little slower than what I prefer. No problem. I'm just going to speed up to get around you. Don't fret, though. You don't have to do anything. I've got everything taken care of. You Stay at the same speed you've been going since you left hell. I will speed up and drive around you. You, cruise control. Me, do all the work. Do you hear how simple that is, Ryan? That's a good line. That's a, Stay at the same speed since you left hell. That's a good line. <laughs> the only way you could fuck up those instructions any worse is if you barreled your car directly into mine, killing us both, which, on a personal note, I would prefer. At least with that, I won't have to deal with your shitty driving anymore. But no, due to some faulty wiring in that open space you call a brain, you prefer to put me and the person driving in the opposite lane in life-threatening danger. Ryan, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, I agree. And I, you know what? I forgot how this whole thing works. I have to w- hold my, 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 my commentary until you're finished. Uh, yeah, you guys are fucking assholes, and you're just the worst of the worst, and there's going to be a special parking lot in hell for you. Absolutely. Where you will all crash into each other forever. Yeah, well, no, no, no. No, no, no. There's actually no crashing in hell. Did you know that? You know what actually no. happens is that you are in a per- perpetually speeding up to get a- around the guy in front of you. Right. You never make it. No, and then you get next to him, and the guy has no face. It, that's it. And, but and he then just- he speeds off in front of you like the Duke's a hazard. I would have gone Need for Speed or, you they, know. Dudes of Hazard have been canceled, huh? They're they're done? I mean, since uh, Sean William Scott and uh, Jimmy Johnny Knoxville Superfly did it. Superfly Johnny Knoxville did it. You know it was a show before that, right? Of course, but that was back in the 70s. I'm saying the most recent iteration. It was actually pretty good. Was It was all right. I liked it. It was, it was all right. You know Sh- the name of their car? Uh, um, oh, Uncle... The General Lee. The General Lee. Big old Confederate flag. Gotta cancel that out. That's on you, General Lee. Ryan, can I give you a fun fact of the day, uh, as you would say, apropos of nothing? Can we please stop saying that? I just want to make sure. We just keep pulling it out, apropos of nothing. Is it it okay if I I apropos you? Apropos me up. Absolutely. According to a report done by the World Bank in 2016, the poorest households across the world are more likely to have access to cell phones than to clean water and toilets. Good news, impoverished people of the world. At least you can 
can play Candy Crush while you die of dysentery. I mean, if you're going to die of dysentery, you got to get in on that Pornhub, dog. Uh, oh, man. I mean, just all the fluids will be exiting out the back. Anyway, and that was what the fuck. Ding. Tyler, fantastic. Fantastic, man. What the fuck? Why did we buy this bell if you're going to continue to say ding as I hit it? Did I say ding? I don't think I did. Well, I have to go back and listen to that. Hey, Amber Heard. Uh, who dat? I think Johnny Depp. Uh, they was. Uh, I know she isn't she the one who was actually abusing. I I don't know how that. Uh, we can reveal. You heard? Keanu Reeves. What is that? To reeve is to thread a rope or rod through a ring or other aperture, especially in a block. Get a job, hippie. <laughs> And that is generally about it, Tyler. All I have... Generally about it. Is generally about it. Uh, all I have is one thing left. And what I, spoiler alerted on last week, all I have left is spoiler alert theater, Tyler, where I'm going to talk this week about Love, Death, and Robots, the episode of Zima Blue. Zima Blue, that's right. And you're going to do that on next episode? I'm doing that right now. This is hey, let's do it next episode. Spoiler alert! Well, then we're not going to have a lot to talk about here, Tyler. <laughs> I say it's a thirty-minute episode. Spoiler alert: Theater, Zima Blue. Mm. Now you've seen it many times. Many times. Have you seen all of those many times? Or uh, I would say that one and and the uh, the one with the two monsters fighting are the ones that I've seen more than any of the other ones. Yeah, we watched that one yesterday. Yes. Actually, just yes. incredible. Su Sunny's Edge, I believe the episode is called, and the reason why is because it was the very first one on the list. So that was the first one I was introduced to, and that is the one that I used to introduce to other people. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. If I was going to show people, I would start with Sunny's Edge. I. Why was that list not... I mean, this isn't even for the podcast. Why was that list not in order yesterday? They scrambled it throughout the world. So if depending on the region you're in, they the order was different. I saw it online. No idea why. Wow. Just, just on Reddit. And maybe it, it's something like uh, if you and I were to work in a different company, the way that maybe in the hypothetical sense they would mix all that stuff up different places. Very possible. There was Interesting. There, when it first came out and people were connecting on it online, they were having conversations of, oh, what episode did you have first? What episode? Oh, there's the episode. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so just, they're picking them out for geographical locations? Which one to go no, first? No, I think that's just how they, how, how they uploaded it first. I Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a brief summary uh, because I assume that a lot of you didn't do your homework and come to my office and I will spank you when we're done. Zima Blue is a story. And Tyler, please feel free to jump in on this. I know you've seen it and I want this to be conversational. I'm an expert, Ryan. You are not an expert, Ryan, at anything. Zima Blue is a story about a journalist who gets an exclusive interview with a reclusive artist. Okay. Now, this journalist is based. Excuse me. This artist is to some degree, the Michelangelo of our time. He's creating masterpieces that are unlike anything that have ever happened. So she goes and she speaks to this, this, this man and they start giving his backstory. Mm -hmm. And he starts off as a, what do they call that? Uh, where you're painting people. That is a portrait artist, Ryan, you idiot. I can't believe you didn't know that. You didn't know that. You just looked it up, you son of a bitch. Damn you, the magic of editing. So basically, this guy was a portrait artist, and it wasn't um, captivating him. It wasn't fulfilling him. So he kept building, uh, going bigger and bigger and becoming more abstract. Well, well, they said that the human form was nowhere near complex enough for right. him. So he began 
creating masterpieces that stretched into the cosmos that could mm -hmm. be perceived from different galaxies, and each one was more massive than the next. Now, the, the show gets its name, Zima Blue, because the only element that kept reappearing in every one of these great artistic masterpieces that literally, when they're showing them, they're going up through the atmosphere to where you're standing on Jupiter and you could see it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So basically, this guy was just like building the pyramids over and over and over again, better and better, okay? So he... The only element that was holding all these pieces of art together was a blue square in the middle of each of these, these masterpieces that was the Zima Blue, and it continued to get larger and larger. Correct. And Zima Blue was the name of the blue. The specific blue hue was like, Zima Blue. They should have called it Periwinkle Blue. Um, yeah, that really rolls off the tongue. And so finally, he gave himself skin... So he wasn't so dependent upon oxygen so that he could travel to more to greater distances into unhospitable planets. He built armor so thick that he could travel through molten lava on extraterrestrial planets. He made himself impervious. So now, spoiler alert, theater presents the end of the fucking show. She finally gets there. She finally meets him. He says that he has created the ultimate expression of beauty mm -hmm. and what the Zima blue square turns out to be is the tile. He is a robot and he started off uh, as a robot that was built to clean a pool. So his whole life was when he was born was this one simple task of scrubbing these blue tiles. Correct. He was created by a, a young girl who just happened to be really good at creating robots and black and yeah, there's, there's not a lot of them being attracted to the STEM program, and I just thought that was something worth pointing out. You, you know what? You got me there. You You're guys absolutely could be, right. You guys could be scientists, too. What do you mean, you guys? Bla the black community who I am very much behind. You're right. You guys <laughs> probably is not. I'm going to go ahead and apologize right here on the Just front. call them a posse next time. You're I right. mean, jeez. Right. Hey, I'm learning along <laughs> with everybody else. I'm willing to be wrong and apologize. So, so she created this robot to clean the pool. And then as she grew up, she added more and more components to him. He got smarter and smarter and smarter. And then when she died after a lifetime, he was passed on from lifetime to lifetime. And they were continuously adding components until he just took on a life of his own until he just took on a life of his own and started adding his own components okay and that is very and so the way that the whole thing ends is what she finds out is like i said he's michelangelo he's albert einstein he is this uh he is a tesla or or not, um what's his name elon musk or mm. uh what's his name the other this is terrible radio. You just keep pointing at me and saying, what's his name? The guy I, that I hate. And, <laughs> the guy that you hate? I, I want to say he's the black astrophysicist, but I, now I'm very uh, afraid. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, is he black? He, I didn't even notice that. He, Why would you bring that up? He's a black astrophysicist, uh, yes. Okay, he's also in, He's also in charge of the New York... Uh, uh, Philharmonic. Sure. So... He Pla planetarium. He dives into a pool in front of uh, millions of people who are all watching him live, his last expression of creativity. And in the pool, he breaks apart, and in between, and in the middle of him pops out the little pool cleaning robot that, the, uh, that we talked about, you know, at the mm -hmm. beginning of this. Now, on last week's show, what I told you in the douchiest fashion possible was, I think I figured out what this means. 
figured out what what means. Well, just what the show, obviously, it's metaphor, right? It's not the story that they're telling. Yeah, absolutely. I think all great stories are metaphors uh, for something else. I agree. Now, do you have, I don't mean to put you on the spot here. What's your take on it? On Zima Blue? Sure. Uh, it's just that that as you go looking for for more answers, asking those big questions of where did we come from and the meaning of life and all this stuff, we completely bypass the very idea that that simple might just be better. Just living your life simply, just uh, committing to a, in his case, a simple task and being rewarded with a job well done. Right. And and just going back to a simpler time. Right. Um, yeah, I think I really think there's something, some real beauty to that. I do too. And, and the reason that I'm even talking about this, I watch all this. I watched all those things, and there was something about that that the moment that I saw that, I'm like, I am in love with this. It's a short story. There's a book that you can go and get that's mm -hmm. like three ninety nine on audio, the Apple audiobooks thing. I, I and I, I'll do a segment on the show about this guy, but as I said, the director or I think the writer of Zima Blue, he's well known for his short stories. He has other short stories That'll out there, very interesting that are that are similar to that, where they like after 15 minutes, you're like, whoa! It's a collection of short stories. Yeah, the Zima Blue book. So here's my take. Okay. I think that he, once built up by someone else, he is then continuously building a model of who he is and who he wants to be. Or should be. And, or should be. Who he believes that he should be. It's never enough. I need to prove myself more. This isn't enough. What about that? He's defining himself through man-made achievements. And he's doing nothing's ever big enough. Like the pyramids of Giza. What was that for? That was to this that was uh, a pharaoh's Mark on the world. So even when I die, I will still be here. Washington Monument? Uh, that's a penis. Tyler. That is such a penis. That is such a penis. A pointy penis. And I got to tell you, I am in. I would put my wooden teeth on your pointy penis. Dude, you would be worse off than the woman who went up against the donkey. I'd take it. I mean, impact I would bowels. take it. I mean, you would have the donkey. You'd have the elephant. This is Washington, D.C. I would invite both sides of the fence. Now, he's building these big, giant art you know, installations, installations. That's mm -hmm. the word I've been looking for for 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Who was he building that for? He was building it for himself. I think for everyone else. I think, look at what I've done. So it just brought him into more and more confusion, reaching his goals and then being disappointed by their return and building up the armor so that he can take on all of that stuff. Uh, not needing oxygen anymore, not needing people anymore. I think that's very thinly veiled metaphor. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in regards to what it is you just said in terms of not getting the kind of response that he wanted. The return on your investment. Yeah, I don't think uh, you mean with him because people were ag aghast. Oh, absolutely. Ag a gasp, a gasp, a gasp, a gasp, a gasp is scared. A gasp is odd. Both. Uh, they were just so overwhelmed by how amazing he was. And yet after he did these accomplishments that nobody had ever seen before, he realized he was still completely empty inside. It never quenched his thirst. Mm -hmm. No matter how much you search for that outside, it never gets there. So he then has this understanding of how the show ends. And that's what I, here's what I think the meaning is. Cause I know I go on and on. I think that the meaning is that the deepest way for, you to express yourself is to die 
unto yourself. And I know I sound like a jackass here, but minute by minute, over and over, he goes back to the most basic thing that he has ever known. He goes back to the thing that he was literally born doing and then concentrates only on that. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So this is the point that I'm making. He has found literally the most simple pleasure in life. Quick little sidebar here. This is going to make me sound like such a jackass. 8 a.m. At 8, now, obviously, all clocks have a different 8 a.m. Here's the deal. 8 a.m., this lake that we're lucky enough to live in, uh, in front of. If you wake up on the perfect day and there's no wind outside, you know how the lake has like that glass-like? The still water look is it, a beautiful It one. is incredible. Mm. And the beautiful houses across from us, you have the perfect. At 8 a.m., every morning, the fountain turns on. Oh, yeah. So the fountain starts shooting. It's a pretty big fountain. Mm -hmm. And it's slowly, uh, dude, I'm telling you, it takes more than five minutes. It slowly starts chopping the water up all the way out, mm -hmm. little by little. I love it. I hate missing it. I think that it is you have to find the most simple pleasures in life, the boring, mundane, day-to-day -day experiences, and literally fall in love with them. Maybe even something that you were born doing. Maybe something even like breathing podcasting same difference just breathing tyler oh, okay yeah. and gotcha. i think if you could fall in love with something that you were born doing then you have now discovered the secret of life and that is spoiler alert theater presents zima blue ding yeah buddy so there you go. Now, I know that was a little bit heavy, but it's something that I'm interested in and something that, for whatever reason, I think a lot about. I can't see it as a picture in my mind because I have a disability, but I know it's there. I will say this, regardless of how that segment went to you is as crappy as you think we were for that segment yeah i will still suggest you go check out uh love death and robots because it is an amazing show it really is great it's amazing we showed my son a couple of them last night i enjoyed them very much <laughs> can we tell the story please which one it was just a moment of of one of the episodes had a a, a somewhat sex scene between two ladies and we knew it was coming up and just feeling the tension in the yeah. air between a father trying to keep his 12-year-old son... In an animated titty. An animated... Not just an animated titty, but they get frisky with each other. We're joking around about the titty, and I fast-forwarded through Way that too part. far. Way yeah. too far. You fast-forwarded to the, to the punchline of but the see, whole show. And here is the deal. That, yeah, I certainly did. It's so hard to use that little controller with my big thumbs. <laughs> it is. But here's the deal. I, now that my son is 12, I'm pretty good with the curse words. I I, yeah, yeah. I try not to curse in front of him so I could be a and, gentleman. And he doesn't curse. Oh, no, I mean, not in front of me. I'm yeah. sure with his friends he does. The violence, I'm not that worried about. The sex stuff, it, it, it it's something that I'm very, uh, I keep an eye on. I think that says a lot about us as a society. That we're all right letting, letting our kids, and we don't watch super gory movies, but you're fine letting them play a video game where you're shooting people in the face. But if he sees an animated titty, oh no, get out of here, which I, I did react that way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know. It was the same thing. I think I've mentioned it on the show before when I saw uh, Titanic. And, and there's that scene where she, the woman is totally naked and, and dad is in the background, background of the living room when I'm watching it. Yeah, exactly. And he's just like, hey, can we fast forward through this, please? And I was a child yeah. at the time. But now I look back on that and I'm like, that was a naked woman. Who cares? Yeah, but it is super uncomfortable and you don't want to do the wrong thing. But, it's but very why tough. is it uncomfortable? I can't believe you stepped on on my 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 punch the the punchline to my to my segment. Go ahead, guess bag. My, maybe even like breathing. And you're like, podcasting. You ruined it. Tyler, 
How about this one? Pete Rose? Yeah, sure. And the one I think you're going to like the most, or hate the most, Guy Fox. Guy, explain that one to me. <coughs> Guy Fo Oh, come on. <laughs> Come on. No, it, that's an undeserved and, ding. And that is undeserved ding. That are sentences. Tyler, what's the moral of the story? That you're bad at your own game. Um, That was actually an undeserved ding as well. Uh, the moral of the story is um, try to be a little bit more patient in your car, people. All right? Like, just, just, just let people in. Both vehicle-wise and... Emotionally, let people in. All right. When somebody Very has good. when somebody has their turn blinker of life on, let them in. Yeah. Let them in. Hug them from behind. Tap that booty. I'm gonna. What? Did, I, did I go too far? Yeah, a little bit. All a right. little bit. Because yeah. that's not the kind of trunk space that I'm trying to offer you. You uh, can fit two whole people in here. I will. <laughs> How many bodies you could fit in the trunk? Uh, you know what? I will tell you that. I have trouble with the driving. That is a place that I have to be extremely vigilant because I am a dickhead. No, I'm not a dickhead. I just want to get where I want to go. You you did a very weird thing in terms of you went the opposite. You Benjamin buttoned your driving. Yeah, you're right about because that. Because when you started, you were the most careful driver ever. Well, and now you're a you're a Mad Max. Here's the deal. You're a goddamn madman. I got I got my driver's license at 22 years old because I knew if I had gotten my driver's license at 16. I would be dead, and so would a couple other people. That's not the reason, and you know it. Why? Why do you, you say used that? To go, you used to tell people all the time, and well, maybe this was just an excuse at the time. Because I don't remember it, so I'm, I am prepared to be embarrassed. You, uh, uh, no, no. It's more crappy than anything else. You would just be like, why do I need to drive anywhere? I got people to uh, drive me wherever I want, whenever I want. Well, that is true. Uh -huh. But also, the thing was, I had a real heavy drinking habit and all sorts of stuff, and I knew that I wasn't responsible enough to drive. So I did hide behind that thing of, I, I have a ride anywhere I need to go, which was true. That yeah, was true. But it's because I knew that I would have been in serious trouble. Yeah, that's fair. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? I don't want to preach to you guys. Okay. But stop it with the donkey sex. You're going to in you're going to explode your hymen. Okay? Mm. Stop it with the donkey sex. Your hymen. Your hymen. Yeah. Jesus. It's your first time. <laughs> your first time. <laughs> your hymen. And most girls will tell you most girls will tell you that their first time was with a jackass. Are they? Are they? No, I'm not letting you get out of this with a, a cute a, joke. It's a pun, baby. No, it's a pun. No, why are they sacrificing virgins to the donkey gods? Uh, nay. What? Uh, no, I, listen. I just, I forgot what Hyman meant there why? for a minute. Tyler. I'm sorry. Uh, that's why my face looked like that for yeah. a while before I said anything because I was racking my brain and not, I was like, I think Hyman doesn't mean that. Buster Hyman. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you.